Hey guys, so this is the second part of the Lessons for My Teenage Self episode. I know that we thought this was quite a cathartic episode and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So here is part two. Thanks for listening. So next on the list, we've got periods. Oh yeah. People are starting their periods a lot younger. So how old were you? I was just 13. Oh my god, I was 13! Oh my god, gal. <laughs> I was traumatised when I started my period. I was in denial. And I don't know why, because I'm from a family of all girls. <laughs> Apart from yeah. my dad, obviously. But like, I've got big sisters, I've got my mum. And my mum t- talked me through it. Like I wasn't blindsided. Yeah. But I was. And I can remember starting to get it. And I was walking to Tesco for lunch with all the people. And I knew I had it. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I just hated it. And I can remember at Christmas dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> like dancing with the boy, I fancied. I, I can't even remember who it was. But I can remember being buzzing. And yeah, I had started it that night. And I got home. And I went to sleep that night. And I had SpongeBob bed covers on. And... Um, <laughs> And I woke up and I'd bled on them and I was, like, in bits. as an absolute yeah. bits. And I went and woke my mum up and I was like, mum. And she was like, it's okay, darling. Like, it's okay. Like, it's just your period started. And I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> I kind of stand by 13-year-old Olivia. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of still 13-year-old you, to be honest. Um, and I was traumatised. And then you just kind of get used to it. And it's just part of life. But I think in that phase in high school when you're your friends are all at different stages and you think, am I normal for starting my now? Am I early? Am I late? And I can remember getting boobs quite young. So oh, I, did you? So I got boobs in P7. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, it's continued since then and they're still fucking yeah, huge. That's fair. Um, but I've always had big boobs and I was self-conscious of it for a very long time. Um... Oh my god, growing up is just not fun. And I remember as well start having to start shaving, which you definitely don't have to do if you don't want to do. But um yeah. It's just all the joy is. So I start <laughs> I started mine when I was standing outside um do you remember when you used to like line up outside your classes? What the fuck? Yeah, what was that? That's like so, not that's like a human rights case. <laughs> I know, God. I'm like, why can't I just go inside? Anyway, um I was waiting outside maths <laughs> and I had this teacher who who was like quite mean. And like the moment it started, I was like, um I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> not being dramatic, but not I am to dead. Be um, and then I went home and I cried to my gran. Um, and then my mum came home and I cried to my mum. Um, I like how we both <laughs> cried. Oh, I cried, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was a very dramatic time, to be honest. It's horrifying to see blood. Yeah, especially like, because they, do you know, I, I was talking to my mum about this, right? So, they always say, oh, it's just a teaspoon. And I'm Fuck off. Fucking, I fucking hemorrhage. Same. Like, really, is it yeah, just yeah. a teaspoon? It's not a teaspoon. Like, for some people it might be. For me, it wasn't. 100%. For me, day two, I'm like, no, no. 
Yeah, no, for me, all the time. No, no. We'll get more on endometriosis later, lol. Um, yeah, no, it was actually... I can just remember being... I can remember being like, what is my life? I really don't want this. I don't want to bleed once a month. Yeah, do you know, I think that's the thing. Like, you're like, so I need to bleed once a month and be in pain once a month until I'm in my 50s. My mum was in her 60s. Okay, so my mum went through the menopause when she was in her, like, early 50s. But she also started her period when she was 10. And I know they say that it doesn't matter, but I, I've, I think it does. But there's some people who go through very early early menopause yeah. as well, which I actually feel bad for them as well because that could be like us in a few years. Yeah, I know, I know. And you wouldn't have the choice to have kids or and there's a lot of like protective things that having your periods does have. It doesn't fucking feel like it when you're 13 and bleeding on your SpongeBob bed sheets, I'm just saying. I'm really sorry about your SpongeBob bed sheets. I was traumatised. I can't, I like, <laughs> so scared. I just didn't want to grow up. There's just that feeling of, I don't want this. I know. So, if, how would we, how would we teach that to our teenage selves? How would we teach that? I think, first of all, I would just let myself cry. <laughs> and just, like, just say, like, I know that this is not something that you were looking forward to or something that you wanted. But mm-hmm. it's just something that natural and it's okay to feel shit about it yeah and it's okay to feel very overwhelmed and feel like this has happened too much too young yeah because you should not be able to bear a baby at like age 11 no definitely shouldn't so and all the things that go along with it like the cramps and everything the back pain the hormones and it it doesn't necessarily get easier you just know what to expect yeah, you just like, right, for the next three, four days, I need to hunker down with a huge bar of Galaxy. Hot water bottle. Hot water bottle and endless cups of tea. Uh-huh. And um, definitely some ibuprofen at that age. I used to take a lot of ibuprofen. I still take ibuprofen. I'm on the proxen now because my, yeah, okay. my uterus is out to get me. Um, but yeah, um, so that's what I would say to my teenage self, that it's okay to feel like Hard done by because it's very shit. Um, yeah. So yeah, that would be my lesson about periods for my teenage self. And the next thing we're going to talk about is growing up with a media that is fairly body obsessed and body representation, and growing up with magazines with headlines about the female uh, body. Teen magazines. God. When you look at old ones, especially from when we grew up, I I cannot believe they were allowed. I know. All the stuff about like, Britney. I know, but even like articles, how to kiss, how to dress yeah. to get his attention. hundred yeah, percent. How to be blonder, tanner, thinner. I remember that being a headline of, do you remember Sugar? Yes, I remember Sugar. Sugar, I remember that. Sugar and Bliss. Yes. The OG Toxic magazines that I read. OG, yeah. Um, Teaching us how to kiss when we were like, what, 12? 13? Yeah, and do you remember there was those quizzes? When you, um, basically, you answer these questions and then based on your answers, it would then line you up with, like, a type of boy. So, like, a skater boy or, like... Yeah, or the cool boy. And you're like, what? Also, right, (laughs) that is so heteronormative. I know, It's disgusting. Like, what if you don't want a boy? I know. 
I think the, those <clears throat> magazines, they weren't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, do I don't know? think they'd be allowed now. I really don't. No, no. Especially the articles that we grew up reading. Yeah, 100%. Like, I would buy Bliss weekly. Yeah, same. How often it came out. I can't remember yeah. how often it did come out. Was it weekly? I don't even monthly? know. Monthly? I don't know. I don't know. Weekly? I don't know. Y'all, we don't know. What I do know is it's probably fucked us up. Talking about, like, I can remember um, growing up when, do you remember when it was like Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, and they were so thin? Yeah. So thin. And it, it taught us how to calorie count at like age 12. Yes. Um, low, low carb recipes. Mm-hmm. For like young teenagers, it's so toxic, and um, even like when I watch Friends now, like I love Friends as a TV show, but there's a lot of things that they say in that that I'm like, mm. the whole Fat Monica thing. Fat Monica was not fat. No, uh, but also the fact that it's a laughing point. Uh huh. Unacceptable. Totally unacceptable, and as if it like determined her worth. Yeah. And that all she ate was Kit Kats. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, could they not make that bear biscuit? Exactly. I would never choose a Kit Kat to I eat all this. Never food. choose a Kit Kat. Me neither. Oh. Um, and also, like, I can remember when Joey does his dancing, and Monica says, "How's dancing going? Are you gay yet?" Yeah. How bad is that? Like, you would so not be allowed to say that now. I'm so glad that like the current generation is actually owning. The, like the movement that it's not okay to say things like that. I wish there'd be more people around us like that when we were growing up. A hundred percent. Because that's just awful. But when you think about friends as well, though, they were very much like we need to have a boyfriend all the time. Yes, and they were six fairly middle class white people. Yeah. Not very representative of anyone, and very very slim women. Yeah. And men. Yeah. All 100%. of them. Hundred percent. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Yeah, like it sounds like we hate friends. I love friends. I love friends. I've got a central perk mug. It's my like comfort blanket as an adult. I I love it. Love it. But those are the things that aren't good. No. At all. But have you seen people talking about it now and they're like, yes, in hindsight, you wouldn't say that. But at the time, that was fairly like groundbreaking to have like a lesbian wedding and it was the first lesbian wedding on telly, which is fucking mental. This was only like 20 years ago. Come on, guys. Come on. Um, so, anyway, how we got ranting about that from Body Red, I don't know. I think it's from growing up, watching things like that. Like, they were perfect and very slim. And magazines were telling you to be thin and to be attainable for men and, you know, to kind of dim yourself to get a boy. Which is just so wrong. Yeah. Um, so I wish I could say to my teenage self that was reading those magazines that Olivia, they're bullshit. You don't need to learn how to kiss at 12. Just focus on you. The amount of energy yeah. you take reading these and doing other things, you could probably change the world. Yeah. Um, what would you say to your teenage self? I would say to her, <laughs> don't waste your money on buying that shit. Yeah. And spend it on something that you actually enjoy, like books. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And also, these kind of things are made to prey on your insecurities and your vulnerabilities. Oh, yeah. So, 
you might think, oh, I've not had a relationship, but that magazine's telling me how I should get one. I'll buy yeah. that. So I wish that's what I could tell my teenage self. And that it's totally okay to not be what pe- people look like on Instagram. Yeah, and also I will say about Instagram, because I know that our teenage selves didn't have Instagram, but the story that you get from people's Instagram is like 1% of everything that's going on. Uh-huh. And someone could look like they're living their absolute best life on Instagram and actually be having a really shit time. So 100%. you need to take what you see on social media with a pinch of salt and don't compare yourself to anyone else's Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And also, like, I think growing up as a teenager or during formative years, the Kardashians have a lot to answer for. Their behaviour is bullshit. They promote skinny tea. They photoshopping lollipops. They promote photoshopping their fucking daughter. Like, Kim Kardashian photoshopped North to not, like, to take her belly in. Like, kids are so cute. Like, they all have a little, like, kid belly. Stop editing them. It's disgusting. And Kylie, remember Kylie had her lips clearly done. The whole time she's like, no, it's my lip kit. No, it's my lip kit. But she looked completely different. Completely different. Before. And it's like Khloe Kardashian now. If you'd had plastic surgery and wanted to change your appearance, fine. Own it. Live your best but life. But don't be damaging and say that that's just how you look like. It's just hard work. My ass is just that big from hard work. No, no. No, that's no, silicone. Come on. Like, like, do it if you want get all this work you want done like as long as you're happy but you need to tell people because they're teenage girls and you know young adult girls that are looking up to you and thinking mm-hmm. if she can do that then that's attainable and it's not she's no. got trainers she's got nutritionists and she's also got like bum implants let's call she's it she's got space. plastic surgeons do you remember the episode sorry but do you remember the episode where i can't was it courtney Courtney took Tim to get her bum Right, fair. I do think Kim has a nat- naturally peachy bum. Fine. No, but it was just a hilarious. But like, so stupid, so fucking stupid. What a waste of time, energy, and an X-ray. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> but um, Khloe Kardashian's had plastic surgery. Yeah. It doesn't take us as people who work in the medical field to know that. It's very clear. What's damaging is that she denies it. So people are yeah. like, "Why can I not change my face like that? Why can I not have a bum that big?" If she's suddenly going in. Oh, if I buy Kylie Jenner's very expensive lip kit, I'll look exactly like her. No, you won't. Don't buy it. Don't give them more money. You do not want to be contributing to Kylie Jenner's billionaire status. Oh my God, I'm getting so angry. You are. Oh my God. I just think there's such a waste of money to this world. I really do. And I would like to see them do more for the greater good. So unfollow the kardashians is what i would say to any teenager anyone who's influenced by Un- them unfollow anyone whose instagram you look at and, and feel shit feel shit about yourself 100%. unfollow them it's not worth it um but like i couldn't i was watching something on instagram the other day and kim kardashian has video photoshopped herself on a video yeah i, I think i saw that as well how how um, so if there's anything I could tell my teenage self is that that kind of behaviour is bullshit and see through people's lies because it, it is it's is telling a lie yeah. and it's not like it's like a small thing that they've had like slightly bigger boobs done their whole faces are different like completely different yeah I know 
So just admit it, that's very toxic to grow up in. Oh my God, I'm getting more angry as this goes on. I know. Gals, just love yourself, unfollow the Kardashians, spend the money on you, do not buy the lip kit. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Right, I feel like you've ended that one strong. So let's go to the last one. So the last topic is putting ourselves first. And I don't know about you, Olivia, but this is something that I have to work on every single day, every yes. minute of every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a person who typically puts myself first ever. Um, and I find it extremely difficult to say to people, no, I can't do that. I need to be by myself for a while. Or no, I can't do that. I've got something else planned. And I will find myself making all these plans and exhausting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that I wish that I knew that I needed to work on back then. Yeah, 100%. And I think it comes from being a people pleaser. You don't yeah. want to let somebody down. No. I'm the exact same as you. And I, actually, I think we've got a lot better at saying we need me time. But we've always been good that way with each other. Because if sometimes we've had plans and either of us is saying, I'm just kind of not really feeling like leaving the house today. Yeah. There's no pressure and it's always like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then more often that we'll end up doing something because there is no pressure. Yeah. And that's kind of people that you need in your life rather than somebody who's going to be angry at you for just sending a mental health night to yourself. And I think the other thing is like, if I said to you, if I sent you like a voice note and I was like, look, I kind of just want to be alone. And you were like, oh, like that's fine. And I, and then you were like, but if you wanted to come round, you know, we can do face masks, we can wear pajamas, like we can just completely chill. And it's so nice because sometimes I don't actually want to be alone. I just mm-hmm. don't want to have to do anything. hundred percent. So are you saying like, oh no, we won't do anything. I'm like, oh well, I'll go round or she can come here yeah. or like whatever. But I think both of us, you know, we're kind of similar and we do need that space yeah. to like recharge a hundred percent socially because i i think it's especially this year i think i don't know if it's after all the covid stuff but i need a lot of alone time yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent were we not talking about this a few weeks ago and i was listening to this podcast and i have always thought about myself as an extrovert but it was saying that if an extrovert and introvert isn't about like having a chatty personality versus not it's about how you are around people and it's not about being able to speak and stuff. It's about how much time you can spend with people. With And introverts tend to be drained if they have to spend too much time with people, especially people they're not necessarily aligned with, that they need time to themselves to charge, yeah. like recharge before they speak to other people. And I was like, you know, I always thought I wasn't an extrovert, but I definitely like look to alone time after doing something to just recharge. Yeah. Um, I think I would call myself an extroverted introvert. Yes. Because when I'm with people that I like, I enjoy myself and I find a lot of fulfilment from it. But I also very much value my alone time. And when I used to say to my ex, you know, oh, like I'm an introvert, I'm an introvert, he would always laugh at me and like, no, you're not an introvert. And I'm like, fuck off. Yes, I am. Like, you get to decide what I am. It wasn't a question, (laughs) it was a statement. Um, No, I know. I don't, like, I, I like speaking to people even people I don't know it's fine but I also look forward to coming home and not having to speak to people a hundred percent yeah I'm very comfortable on my own and I definitely think that that's something that we are finding out about ourselves that's shaping us to be able to say actually no I need a night by myself and actually no these are my boundaries yeah that I have and I think that throughout 
my twenties, I've learned what boundaries I need to be in place and what has upset me so much about people is letting them overstep boundaries that I should have or want to have. So even things that might seem quote unquote silly to other people, but you know, things that's, that are important to me, like somebody communicating with me regularly and texting me little things might seem little to somebody else, but that's a boundary that's for me. Yeah. Do you know, like, does that I make sense? I literally texted you the other day being like, FML and hanging up washing. And yeah. I, I hadn't spoken to you all day and I was just like, I'm just going to let her know Yeah, that. yeah. And, and I think we're both kind of people that value the back and forth. Yeah. And it's who we are. And, I, and like a lot of people aren't texters and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And that's fine. But then if we've gone a while without talking, we'll FaceTime. Yeah. You know, so we've always got the communication, but like there's not really many boundaries between us anymore we've uh, we've seen each other at our worst <laughs> to say the very least you can say that again yeah yeah um but and also as I've got older and it kind of goes back to the teenage lessons I've, I've kind of realized that it is so much better to be without someone who is a bad person than to be with someone for the sake of being with someone be that in a friendship or a relationship definitely and it's I don't think that it's a true friendship if you have if you have told a friend one of your boundaries and they constantly push it yeah or step over the line mm-hmm. no that's not that's not a friend yeah it's not somebody who cares about you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i think it's really important that you you, you outline your boundaries for yourself uh-huh. and you let people know what they are i wish i'd had more firm boundaries growing up than letting people 100%. walk all over me yeah. that's probably my biggest regret and being such a people pleaser I think that I'm getting better at, at it now and I do put myself first more than I did before yeah. it's like a, it's a work in progress I think everyone's to an extent the same but there's definitely been times that I'm like how did I let that happen to me like how yeah. did I enable that to happen my whole last relationship don't how did I let that happen? A, a gal, I don't know. <laughs> Start to finish. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> That's some ASMR bashing of a boy. Oh, it's such a fucking train wreck. What no, you're not. He, they are, not you. You Let's can see. say he. They all know it's a he. Fine. Um, also, we're, <laughs> we're drinking tea. If you hear anybody sipping, I've been putting oh, my sorry. I've been putting my cup down and I, and I swallowed really loudly. <laughs> I didn't mean it. So I just thought I'd let people know that it's not a ghost. It's Do us you drinking need tea. A cup of tea, like it's been about what an hour. <laughs> this is not only my second cup. Shut up. Genuinely. Is that decaf? You need to get in my face. <laughs> well, I made you a decaf. That was your boundary that I overstepped. <laughs> Well, I had good intentions, right? She had just came back. She came to mine. She'd been on night shifts. I was trying to get back in a routine. So as a good friend, what did I do? I made her a decaf cup of tea. Without my consent. And she drank it and was like, that was a brilliant cup of tea. And she got home and I was like, that was decaf. And she honestly looked at me like I'd stabbed her. I felt like with you. I was like, but but did you drink it and say it was really good? And you were like, yeah, but I didn't know it was decaf. It was your face. And I was like, by the way, that was a decaf cup of tea. And you were like, oh. Also, I slept really well. So was I wrong? Well, leave it to the people. Oh my God, we just start a poll. <laughs> to be fair, last time we did a poll, it was about like how much milk and you won I'm by a landslide. That's because your 
tea is like half tea, half milk. It's better now. That is my tea's like not bad right now. Hold on. I feel like. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I, f- I feel like we should do another one, like on the pods and start, and we can see what the people think. I feel like. I feel okay. like. This is sorry, a bit. Maddie's just like jumped up on me. Sorry. It's a doggy. I feel like this is my boundary in place that I like my tea like this. I mean, do you know, I. I love, I love you in spite of it. I do. <laughs> I do, and every time I make you a cup of tea, I always make sure it's nice and milky. Yeah, you do, and I always, I'm like, put the milk in very slowly as to not over-milk you. <laughs> and the other time, the last time I came round, oh, you bought me green milk, so that it was too milky. Yeah, there's true like love. we way off time. Yeah, we have. What were you talking about? What were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, putting ourselves putting first. Ourselves first. <laughs> Listen, tea is an important part of that. Yeah, tea's a very important part to our friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but back on to the actual topic I wish there's so many things that I've like learned from and I'm sure you're the same both friends and, and relationships that I would never ever let happen now and as much as it felt like total shit at the time and it's horrible that somebody does hor- something so bad to you it does kind of shape you and it probably is for the best because it means you can handle it better down the line if that was to happen again and it kind of shows you like it sounds so cheesy but you really only have yourself a lot of the time or you've got to have your own back you need to be your own best friend yeah you need to love yourself and you need to be your own best friend you're the only one who has to spend 100 percent of the time with you so 100 percent like yourself and if you in the words of rupaul if you can't love yourself how in the hell do you expect anyone else to can i get an amen up in here (laughs) oh my god that's another boundary Alex doesn't watch RuPaul. But not, but only because oh, <laughs> I, I tried, I did. And I, I will watch like one episode at a time. I just can't watch more than one. My boundary for you is that you will watch any of the shows that I suggest to you. It's not because I don't want it. It's because I think I have adult ADHD that m- my brain can't concentrate. It makes me really sad. Not one suggestion do you watch. What have I not watched? Um, Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Stranger Things. I've watched Stranger Things with James. I need to watch Peaky Blinders, that's fair. My mum and dad keep having a go at me to watch that too. I tried Game of Thrones. I know, but it's... Ugh, you need to give it a bit. Shadow and Bone? I've never heard you talk about that. You've never heard me talk about Shadow and Bone? No. I did in our group text. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> you, just, you just obviously were just ignoring it. I, I honestly, like, feel like I have brain atrophy. <laughs> like, I've just not got room in my brain anymore. It's gone. I, 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 like, can barely function as a human. And often, like, I'm quite good with my memory, and often I say things to, like, my boyfriend, and I'm like, do you remember this? And he's like, no. And I'm always like, oh, I've got such a good memory. But then you guys mention stuff sometimes, and I'm like, was I there? You don't listen to. But I do, because we slack <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I do listen to you guys. It's more like when you're like, do you remember back in this day when you were wearing these types of pants? And I was like, nah. These types of pants? That was a very random I was like, that was example. But you had said something like, do you remember when you went around here and then this person was here or this was there? And I'm like, no. But most of the time I can remember things very well. Maybe it was like, do you know what I mean? You go through a traumatic time at the time. Wait. Did I say that right? 
anyway no. when you go through <laughs> a shit time or something shit's happening and your brain almost like blocks it out it's like trauma response yeah that like it's maybe happened during one of those times i'm like my brain just doesn't compute i mean maybe about one of those times um but we have spoken for nearly an hour oh my god so we do like a bit of a wrap up yeah so thanks so much for listening thank you for listening i feel like this has been a very cathartic episode yeah and i hope that you guys feel the same and we hope that you'll come back next week for our next episode um so the next couple of weeks we've got a podcast on like spooky things and like whether or not we think there's an afterlife Mm -hmm. and we also have one about calling out our own toxic traits um, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to <laughs> so it will be one of those next and the other one after we're not sure which one to release next because we kind of felt that this has been a bit of an emotionally heavy episode that we probably want to give you something a bit lighter next week so whichever of the two is a bit lighter we will we'll put out next week and then there will be out after um, please support us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes it really does make such a big difference and Spotify. And Spotify as well. Is it even iTunes or it's a podcast app? Potato, I think potato. It's a podcast app. Well, Y'all yeah, know what I mean. And please support us by following us on Instagram. So our handle is at I Will Die on This Hill Podcast. And we will have a Patreon very shortly. And if you have any like comments, queries, suggestions, um, our email is I Will Die on This Hill Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. and also um when we have like episodes written down that we're planning to do and one of them is funny stories and listener stories so if people want to start sending in funny stories now like to build up for that episode that would be hilarious so please do it could be like dating stories or like stories about you and your friends or uni story anything anything at all and obviously we will keep it completely anonymous so don't like feel embarrassed like we're going to name you we won't um and Please support us on Patreon. We're going to have different tiers. So on some of the tiers, uh, we'll have merch that we'll give to our Patreons. Um, You'll have bonus content, a lot of bloopers because of who we are as humans. And I know you're probably listening to this podcast thinking, if this is a good, if this is a good stuff, I wonder what the bloopers will be like. They will be hilarious. (laughs) They will be hilarious because sometimes our brain just doesn't work. I'd say my brain doesn't work like 85% of the time. So. And also, um, do you remember when we were first starting out, we were like getting used to like making the podcast and like recording it? There was a lot. There was a lot. We've just got a couple of just us laughing. <laughs> Dreadful noises. And there's been like a time that I was just testing the microphone was working and it was recording. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, so we're going to have special Patreon tiers that we're going to organise. Please, please help us out. It really does help. Yeah, and oh, our our thing that we need to say. Hold on, I'm not organised. I'm really sorry. Okay, and remember, life is too short to people maintenance. Always, we be love hi- you. Be high maintenance. Um, and also, just as an aside, if anything we've said in this podcast has upset you or triggered you, or you need to talk to someone, just message us on Instagram. We will be happy to speak to anyone who needs it. Um, we really do want to. You to feel like you're speaking to your friends here. Um, yeah, so I think that's everything we've got to say. We'll speak to you next week, guys. So get ready for some spooky shit next week. Bye.
or toxic traits, whatever comes first. One or t'other. And thank you so much for listening. Oh, this has been really fun, actually. Sorry for the length of the episode. It could be shorter, but we like to talk. What can we say? Uh, okay. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.